You are listening to the Mom and Dad Podcast. A podcast about balance, growth, and navigating through your 20s and 30s. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Mom and Dad Podcast. Today, we are time traveling back to some of the worst and the best days of our lives. Middle school and high school. Middle school and high school. It's just like, it's the glory days and it's also like the worst <laughs> at the same time. It's yeah. It's just a weird, it's it's like we talk about it a lot in the episode, but it's just, it's an, it's, it's an environment. Yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a weird environment that you have to pass through. It's like a gauntlet. Yeah. And then once you're out of it, you're, it's like over and it's done. And you're like, what was that? Was that just a weird dream? <laughs> and now I'm on to like, this is, this is reality. Yeah. Um, we go, we tell some stories from our experiences and we kind of come to this conclusion. I don't know. Do we say the conclusion or should no, we? No, let's save it. Let's, okay. let's save it. Let's save it. Okay. Well, a little, I guess. A little bit of clickbait for you. A little clickbait. So our... We'll let you know at the end of the episode <laughs> what our conclusion is, but I, this episode is kind of more of an entertaining for your entertainment. So, but there's some I some think lessons. We, I think we we came to some interesting realizations. Yeah, throughout. So. so you're gonna have to listen to find out what those are. So on that note, let's get, get into, into it. it. Thinking about middle school and high school, do you have one moment that changed your life? What? Changed my life? Mm -hmm. Do you? Yes. That's a little dramatic for me. <laughs> Not changed your life like completely, but that made that made your life take a slight detour off the path that you felt like it was heading or it would have headed had you not had that experience. No. <laughs> wow. That's a little much for me. Everything was pretty shallow in middle and middle school and high school. I would say that's more in like my 20s. Not in middle school or high school. Interesting. Cuz I feel like my 20s were were far less dramatic than middle school and high school for me. Yeah, you definitely had a way different experience than I did. Like I'm not saying I didn't experience anything, but it wasn't it wasn't like life altering. Maybe in like little tiny bits. I'm not talking about like the world's gonna end if you don't fulfill well, you this said, destiny. I'm saying yeah. I, what did you say? <laughs> I said, do you feel like you have a? There was one word moment for word that tweaked your life. Yes. In middle school or high school. To no re. Word for word, what did you say? That changed your life. Changed my life. Tweaked and changed the same thing. But no, that's that's a little bit that's a little bit much. But what what was yours? I'll tell you mine. I okay. know I remember it exactly because it shot my confidence completely. Okay. And then I was never the same until the end of high school. Okay, what was it? So I was in seventh grade. Miss Fulcher's class, Mrs. Fulcher's class. And she wanted everyone to come up with like nicknames for themselves. And I was normally, I was used to being kind of funny. Like I, people thought I was funny. 
That was like my thing. My Wait, identity. people are making up nicknames for each other? People made up nicknames for themselves. Oh, okay. And I thought... I feel like that'd be a really bad exercise it's for... It's a terrible middle, exercise. No, no, no. For middle schoolers to pick nicknames for everyone else. Oh, that'd be even worse. <laughs> that'd yeah. be so bad. But this one was bad because I chose to make up a nickname for someone else. My friend Joey. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where now I, I've come to a point with my sense of humor that I can kind of tell like, okay, that's probably not going to land, right? That's not going to okay. be funny. But at the time, I didn't have that. I was pretty reckless with the jokes that I tried to pull. <laughs> it's okay. Some never learn. That's true. But this was a doozy because, and it wasn't, it, no one else probably remembers it, but to me, it was just such a traumatic experience. I never What recovered. was it? I'm dying. Yeah. I'm building it up really well. So got to me. I said, my name's something Justin, my weird little nickname. And then I pointed to my nickname? friend. I don't remember what it was. That's not the point of the story. Okay. And then my friend Joey is sitting next to me. And you got to understand that Joey was like, perf- the picture, the, the closest thing that a seventh grader can have to like perfect physique. Like he was very, very built, strong, okay. muscular kid. And I said, I'm so-and-so Justin, and this is Jelly Roll Joey. <gasps> Justin. And I thought it was going to be funny. I heard. Crickets. Cringy. So cringy. <laughs> and what made it worse was the teacher didn't realize what I was doing. And so she's like, what? what? What are you saying? And then everyone was like visibly uncomfortable because my joke bombed. And now the teacher didn't even realize it was a joke. It was so bad. And she's like, what, what are you talking about? And then I was like, never mind. And then Joey was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's the worst. It was the worst experience. And from then on, I became really quiet. And I just totally lost all my confidence with trying to oh, be funny for the rest of high. I'm not kidding. Like I was really, really a sensitive kid. And that was enough to like completely crush my self-confidence. I think we all have had moments like that. Maybe they weren't like life altering and like confidence crushing to the extent of like throughout the rest of your school career. <laughs> But I think we've all had moments where we have said something and we're like, that was the most uncomfortable thing. I still have those moments. I, I'm i thinking of one right now and I'm not even going to say it in the mic because it just like makes me cringe every time I think about it. And I hate that those memories just stick with you. They're normally related to cringing. Oh, and but the cringe doesn't lessen as time goes on. You know, you think back to it and you're like, cringe, you know? Yeah. That cringe is just... I'm trying to think of like a moment like that, though, where I did have... (laughs) I did have... I shared this on um, TikTok, but I... When I was in the sixth grade, now I'm going before middle school, but this is more of like my... Middle school started in fifth grade for me. Oh, it did? Mm-hmm. Oh, middle school started in seventh grade for me. Sixth grade was elementary school for me. So I guess it's in the realm of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But this is more of like a style evolution cringy <laughs> moment. And when I was in sixth grade, like I mentioned five times, and I was at outdoor school, I would wear pajama bottoms and then get this over my pajama bottoms I would wear Bermuda shorts. So I would have the Bermuda short on top and then the bottom hanging out are these pink 
pattern. I don't even know what was on the pajama bottoms, but they were just pajama bottoms. And I wore that out and I thought I was just, I, th- I thought I was onto something. Like I really felt like this was something that was just going to change, changes the world of fashion, sixth really? grade fashion. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is new and this is hot. Wow. <laughs> I can't even fathom what it was well, like if to be I, inside your head at if, that age. <laughs> if I didn't like it, why would I wear it out? I just make yeah, a fool of myself. Like a like a little wild kid that that no, lucky I was that making got clothes on in I, the morning. I was making <laughs> statements. Okay, were you intentionally making statements? I don't know. That's concerning. I, know what like, I, was, I was okay with the wild kid thing, but not the fact that you actually intentionally made those fashion choices. <laughs> like as a fashion choice statement. Statement. That's no, I don't remember what my intentions were but i just remember wearing that and if any of my friends are listening to this and have a photo of it i don't know if i have any photos because i'm pretty sure facebook wasn't around at that time so i wasn't quite on the on the socials but yeah it was it was a sight and it still is just shocking to think about but wow so was that I'm assuming that wasn't your most embarrassing moment in middle school or high school. Um, and for the sake of the discussion, we're going to start middle school and fifth grade. Um, it's definitely one that comes to mind very quickly. But at the time, did it embarrass you? No. So that See, that's different. Like <laughs> Looking back on something and cringing is different than cringing in the moment. Well, of course I've cringed in the moment. Um, I think one time, oh, I, this, this is a problem. I have such a bad memory. Maybe that's a blessing in this case. <laughs> maybe yeah, that's well, why things don't alter the course of your life. Cause you just don't remember them. <laughs> maybe <laughs> it only sticks with me for a couple hours and yeah. then I'm just like on to the next. <laughs> You're like Dory. <laughs> <laughs> no, if something really sticks with me, it sticks with me. When when did you start caring about popularity? I think I cared. Well, I feel like you start caring once you start noticing it. When did you start noticing it? I feel like I started noticing it in middle school. Because I felt like in elementary school, I wouldn't necessarily say I was like a cool kid, but I felt like I had, I had my friends and like I was not saying I wasn't satisfied with my friends in middle school and high school. But it just didn't seem like there was a popular group. Yeah, there was no in elementary school competition. Yeah, to get to the top of that, like the food chain. Yeah, the 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 popularity food chain. Yeah, so I would say middle school. What about you? Yeah, I think so. Like I was, yeah, I think it was the same experience for me in element elementary school. But when I got to middle school, it was like things started to change but I think it really was high school mm-hmm. where I felt like I had come to the big leagues it's like three schools fed into one school and now the kids from the other two schools were like known as being way cooler dun, well dun, dun. Damascus was not known for being cool but Gordon Russell was known for being really cool mm-hmm. and my friend Cameron went to Gordon Russell and so I got to like peek at his friends before I got to high school and then I saw them and I was like man these kids are so cool oh my gosh um so high school high school okay definitely 
but it still was a thing in middle school, but it just wasn't as much of, of a, a thing. But I feel like I, and it might've coincided with the fact that I think that seventh grade incident in Mrs. Fulcher's class was towards the end of se- seventh grade. And so maybe I just, you know, started the, the slow realizing of my confidence in late seventh grade. And then just, it really peaked in high school when I got to, to high school. And now there were all these other groups and there was like a food chain hmm. and clicks. Would you say that you were popular at any point in that period of time? No. Really? Even in high school? No. Like if I could nail down who the popular people w- were, I could. I feel like I like I had my core friends and then like I had friends in different areas. So what's I, your definition of popular? I don't know. What is the definition of popular? Someone what that made the popular other people other people want to be like or be around? But what I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes people aren't very nice and they're popular. But people still want to be like them and yeah. they still want to be around them. Yeah. Because I they, could say I think it comes back to status. Like I think it does. About, where it's yeah. like if I hang out with this person or I'm seen with this person or I'm endorsed by this person, yeah. I will increase my status. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's the definition of popularity. Yeah. And I feel like even like maybe what made popular people popular was they had friends in upper classes. Um I don't know. I or they were good at sports. If they were in sports and were good at it. Sports wasn't such a big thing, I feel like in my I th- I feel like the kids that were popular were the kids that were confident. It just yeah. took confidence and they partied. Like the party kids were popular kids. Mm-hmm. It's so strange to think about because like popular kids I don't know, it's just so dumb, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You think back and then, but then you like come into your life right now and you're like, is there like a resemblance of that in my life right now? You know, can you like think of a, not necessarily like a popular group, but like someone who's super confident in your life that you don't, that you almost feel pressure to like, when you talk with them, you feel like pressure to be cool or to dress a certain way or to act a certain way, you know, like I I think that's what, because someone maybe could be popular to someone and not to another person, but I f- when someone makes you feel inferior, I feel like that almost puts that popular label on them. I think it brings it back, but it's not the same because with in high school it's like you're in this pit of other people, and so it's like it's known who the popular person is and they're everyone's always seeing everyone else and they're interacting in like this, it's like a little gladiator style arena mm-hmm. where there's no, like uh, after high school, like those little groups break up, no one sees each other on a daily basis. And so it, like the popularity just disappears with that. And my, like, that's, that's the way that I've seen it. It's like, even if someone is popular, it doesn't really matter because they're not seen every day and they're not like vying for the top position of like, being most liked or like 
increasing their status by constantly being seen with this group or accepted by this group type of thing. Mm -hmm. That's why I feel like after high school popularity, you just start to realize how dumb it was. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if you graduated from high school and then like we had a weird society set up where five years later you went back to high school. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Would it just reemerge? I don't know, but I feel like I had a good enough. I don't necessarily want to go back to high school, but I feel like I had a good enough experience to where that could be kind of fun. Well, it's like a high school reunion, but you (laughs) just like go back for like a year or two. Oh, (laughs) I don't know. But in your, I don't think it would. I feel, I feel like it would be different. Yeah. Like oh, once you've yeah. Been out, once, I feel like you need to leave that environment yeah. to realize how kind of dumb it is. And then if you were to go back into it, but it might. But when you're in it, like that's your whole world. It is. But like the work environment is kind of like a high school environment in some yeah. aspects. And I don't feel like there's, well, I don't know, some people, maybe that's like their continuation of high school. Like I feel like people who really, really dug high school, maybe they get that out of other social settings they've got validation in the way that they act so they continue popularity man it's It's so so weird weird. but i like going back when you had your high school reunion was it your tenure Mm -hmm. was that like did you feel like a different person going back to it yeah and i feel like you knew a lot of people i was i would consider you didn't ask me but i would have (laughs) considered myself popular you were? In the sense that I was, I, I liked and was liked by a large group of people. Okay. Like I was in with the kind of the more brainy kids. I was in with like the student government kids. Like I knew everybody and I was, I got along well with everybody. Probably so basically if you ran, <laughs> if you ran for a student body president, would you get it? No. Cause I was super not confident. So, like, people wouldn't vote for me, but, like, they, they liked, liked me. They liked you. Okay. And then I started getting into, like, the party scene just so that I could, like, show people that I wasn't do a pushover, even though I was a pushover. But I don't know. I mean, I just, like, I liked, yeah, I would consider my, myself to have been well-liked. Okay. I don't know if people considered spending time with me or being seen with me as an increase to their status, but in my mind. But I, they liked you. They liked me. A lot of people liked me. I think that's... A lot of different groups got along well with me. But that goes into the question of quantity over quality. Quality over quantity. I was a quantity guy in high school. <laughs> it was not about... Actually, I, I had a few close relationships, but I really did like to be kind of like... You know, in the know and all it's the... Like to, I like to see a lot of different people... Maybe you don't at all because I, w- I feel like I was tasteful with it. Like I wasn't a, okay. a tool. Like I was, anyway. Oh, let me show you how to hug. That sounds toolish, <laughs> but I, I was tasteful and tactful with the way that I did it. Okay. I think I was, I, I was, I started to bring back the funny, you know. Mm.
Anyway, this is, this is not about my <laughs> my justification for whether or not I no, was or was not popular. No, we are going over. We are going over those cringy moments. We are letting it out on the table. I don't feel like that was cringy. Like so I really like being a hugger. Like that was my thing. Well, I was never a hugger until I met you. Yeah, because I was a hugger, and I, <laughs> I, I. You never pulled that move with me. I did. You did. I think on our first date. And I didn't run. Maybe it was tasteful. I did do it, and it was tasteful. See? I, okay. A smooth operator. But, yeah, what were we even talking about? Oh, the high school reunion. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like it was just good. You saw me at the high school. I was no. hugging everybody. I'm just a I hugger. When that. I get in that situation, like, everyone's just, like, wants to hug me. No, like, that's oh, there's just the hugger. That's totally fine. If you haven't seen them in 10 years, <laughs> that's totally fine. This is every day. It's in Tuesday. High you say, I haven't it's seen them since Monday afternoon. It's a long time in high school. You haven't seen it since Monday afternoon. Must hug. Yeah, that was not. That wasn't. That wasn't the vibe at our PH. S. <laughs> our PHS. Um, okay. But yeah, it was. It was fun to to see people, but I did feel different. Like I yeah. didn't need to like improve, like prove anything yeah. or like perform. I didn't need to entertain. Yeah. I just needed to be there. Oh, man. I was pregnant. You were super pregnant. Yeah. Next question. Why do you think you really didn't deal with insecurities in high school? Oh, my gosh. What? Okay, you did. I, I, yeah, okay. So why do you think you felt insecure? Um. Well, like, Where do you think that comes from? I think it comes from... I think it comes from mainstream media and not looking exactly how the male eyes would see me like you know like you see people on you see Miley Cyrus okay and she <laughs> I'm getting mixed mixed emotions here okay I'm trying to think of celebrities that were big I when I was point. in we high don't school need to dwell. yeah okay continue but just like have this ideal look that you think is what people would perceive as the ideal look and like I mainly revolving around my height, hmm. always so insecure about my height, like always looking up what, how tall pe- celebrities are, you know, to see like if they're s- somewhat like me, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's just always been something that I struggled with. And I think it comes from that, that media telling us this is what you should look like. And this is how a a guy will be attracted to you if you look like this. And that's the bummer part about high school. You know, you worry so much about what the opposite sex will think about you. And maybe not everyone was like that. But I don't know. I was definitely not someone who could, like, wear sweats to school. I, I couldn't, couldn't do it. I had to, yeah could not wear sweats and people were like so good at just like wearing sweats and like a, a sweatshirt yeah and like i i couldn't walk out of the house like that maybe you were traumatized from the whole bermuda shorts fiasco <laughs> no i wasn't traumatized i was rocking that no one even <laughs> told me that it was bad i had to realize it on my own but that's what i mean once you realized it maybe you're like i can't wear sweats now like i have to spend the rest of my high school career making up for such no, a terrible faux I didn't pas. think that. Okay. <laughs> Stop analyzing you. Um, 
But do you let know what I'm saying? You, but let me ask you a question. Like, let's go back to, let's say, all of the people in your high school, their souls and personalities were pulled out of their 21st century high school bodies and placed into an, you know, an, an Incan tribe in the 15, 1600s. Do what? you think that, like, there's no social media, there's no TV, there's okay. no one to set that ideal okay. except for maybe, like, the chief... Okay. To the village, you know? <laughs> do you think that still would have been a thing? Do you think or do you think that there still would have emerged? I I I feel like there still had like these ideals that people or people were some people were more confident, some people were more insecure. I don't know what it is. I don't have the answer. I think there's a lot of different components. I think the way people are raised like it's there's just so many different things that can go into it. You know, no more I'm thinking about it, it probably was in the Incan example. Like there probably was someone that they looked a certain way. I feel like looks does play a big part into it. Like someone looked a certain way or they had status and anyone that didn't see themselves like that person. Mm-hmm probably dealt with the same things that 21st century high school kids did. Well, here's kind of a moment that switched me out of my like wild child to insecure middle middle schooler Mm -hmm. was on Wednesdays, we would have late start to middle school Mm -hmm. and um, I would stay the night at my grandma's house because she lived really close to the middle school. So we would stay the night there, me and my cousin, and then we would walk to school. And one morning we were walking to school and there was this big dirt mound. So I decided I wanted to run through it, you know, like, have some fun yeah, <laughs> in some dirt before school. And I tripped and I got dirt all over my pant leg, like on my knee, knee down. Like there was just dirt on my pants. Uh-huh. And I got to the school and the buses were showing up and this kid leans out the window and is like, what's that um, SH word on your pants? And I was like, I am so embarrassed. I was like, my wildness is not accepted. Like people can't know that I enjoyed running through that dirt mound. Like <laughs> when you say running through it, like, so was it was it- a mound and I like ran over it, not through it. Sorry. Okay. Over. It. I was, I was like, like swimming a, through like, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty intense to do before school. But I do remember that moment and thinking like, Oh, I kind of need to settle down. Like I need to start growing up. <laughs> I need to change my my <laughs> wild ways. Yeah, I can't start get I can't I need to learn how to not get dirty anymore. I remember I was so it's like such a such a, a tall task. I like, was I don't know how I'm going to do this. I got to get dirty. I would be so shocked with my sister. Like she would go through a, and this was maybe I was way way younger, but my sister would go through a whole entire day without getting some sort of mess on her. <laughs> Like, and I was like, how do you keep your clothes clean all day long? Like, the day is a long time. That is a long day. Something is bound to happen. Like, every day I get something on me, like, that is just like a normal thing that happens. And she keeps her clothes clean all day long. Okay. She is nine years older than me. (laughs) So, like, she was probably a teenager when I was thinking these thoughts of, yeah. like, how are you staying clean? So that moment right there was probably, like, I... <laughs> you like, fraternal twins, and she's, like, three minutes older. <laughs> but th- that was the moment where I was probably, like, is this where I have to stay clean? Is this the moment where I can't get myself dirty anymore? 
Anyway. That's so weird to me because I was always like, we've talked about this, but I was so against getting dirty or being outside because I oh, so smelled different. weird when then when I got inside. Oh, one more thing though. All this all of these memories are just flowing back into me. That's great. In middle school, I would always have like uh, scratches on my legs because from like running around in at my grandma's house, there's tons of thorns, mm-hmm. thorn bushes. And I was so shocked that no one else had like scratches on their legs and like marks on their legs. My own were like all marked up and no one around, like I was so embarrassed to like wear shorts to PE because I would ju- I was just such a rough house. I thought <laughs> I had all these marks on my legs. You were like the, wi- you remember that show, the wild thornberries? No. It's about a family that lived, they like filmed a, a national geographic show. The dad did. And they just lived in a motorhome and drove to deserts and wilderness places. Okay. Anyway, I always just, have, since I've known you, I've always just kind of pictured you as the girl, the daughter there. I just wonder if I am remembering this correctly. You probably are. Because I'm just remembering like little tiny moments and that was just like a thought. Maybe I just like had one moment where. But that moment when someone said you got that stuff on your leg, that was your moment. That was that my moment. That changed you. Yeah. I think that everyone has those moments because I've thought about this before. Like it's time to be an adult. Like things, like something that will kind of just shake you and then make you rethink the way that you, but like things that you change, took for granted before. It didn't change my whole life. It was just it like did, another though. step. It was a step. Which is a change. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was a step. It was a step. I look at life as like a path and then these unexpected forks come and you just kind of shift it on to a different path. Or I feel like you're looking at life as like a set of stairs. Yeah. It's just fundamental difference huh. in view. Yeah. When did you start to regain your confidence? <sighs> Not till today. <laughs> <laughs> like three weeks ago. Yeah. I I feel like it's been a subtle, it's been so subtle through the past like 10 years. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't point After a specific school, moment. Yeah. And maybe like right after middle school. I don't know. I don't know. It was like a specific moment. It was uh, probably yeah, I don't after think high it's school. a moment, but I feel like it's a series of events. And I think one of the biggest ones is getting out of that high school environment. I think it's a pro- it's been a process through several years, and I'm still on that that journey. Me too. So you feel like you're on that journey too, or was there like a moment? Yeah, I mean, getting expelled from high school was jarring, but I still really struggled with insecure, like with just not having any Mm self-confidence until probably after I got back from my mission, like being on my mission and just being so uncomfortable and out of my comfort zone for so long. When I got back though, like I didn't, I was like, okay, I'm better now. I'm cured of my lack of confidence, but it didn't really go away. Like I still feel, I I just always look at like 
growth and confidence and self-acceptance as like a, an incoming tide where it's just like the wave comes in, you make a little progress, it goes back out again, you lose all the progress you feel like you made, but when the waves come back in, it comes in a little bit further until it's like full tide yeah, or high tide. Um, I, I don't know. I always felt like I've, I felt like that's been the way it is for me where sometimes I'm like, Whoa, I'm, I've, I'm here. I've arrived. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I lost everything. Like I, I have just as little self-confidence as I did in sixth, you know, seventh grade. And Miss Fulcher totally crushed me. <laughs> and then it wasn't Miss Fulcher's fault, but then I'm like, I'll do something else. I feel like the, the incoming tide, like the, the wave coming in is when I do something hard mm-hmm. and, or I'm put up against something hard. And I realize like, Oh no, I'm, I've, I'm still here. Like I've still made it this far, even a little further. I feel like that as a mother, that, that analogy right there where I have these tides that go in and I'm like, okay, I've totally got this. And then it comes back. And I'm like, I am the worst mother on planet earth. And then it comes back in. I'm like, okay, like I'm figuring it out. I got, yeah. I got like, this. I'm right where I was uh, a little s- further even. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm I like, I'm so it. bad at this. Um, yeah. But I, I understand where you're coming from. If you could go back to sixth grade, you wearing Bermuda shorts and pink pajamas and tell her something Okay. What would you tell her? And do you think it would make any difference? Or would she still be full of insecurities through high school? Like, do you have well, to just go through it? Or in... like, could someone tell you something? Uh, uh, your, your future self tell you? Like, that's a bigger impact than just some random stranger telling you. Now, I do have the worst memory ever. But I feel like sixth grade me really didn't have many insecurities. Okay, let's go to... No, but no, no, no. Freshman you, yeah. No, but... Um, I, I feel like I really didn't have very many, many, many insecurities because I was so just like enjoying my life. You know, I just like, I was a kid, you know, I, I didn't have very many responsibilities, you know, all of that, whatever. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but once like outside opinions started coming in. And awareness you became yeah aware. i was i was more aware of those those opinions i don't know i would like i would just i feel like that's just the biggest thing ever is other people's opinions don't matter you know like and that's what i would tell my sixth grade self do you think you it would have made any difference probably not because i think you have to go through those experiences to learn how important unimportant they are yeah i agree i was thinking about that question earlier it's just like could you just tell someone like because it would be different than like your parents trying to tell you their stories from when they were young because it's like your mind is always going to be like well you're not me you don't understand me i'm chronically misunderstood i'm a middle schooler yeah we take the opinion of the guy on the bus that we don't even know yeah but that kid's always like got confidence just oozing out of every orifice. <laughs> yeah. And just like, yeah, I'll, I'll trust you, Joey. I, I do think it would be different. Like if I went back and talked to myself and my younger self knew that it was me, <laughs> I feel like it would make a bigger, like, okay, I should listen because we don't need this is me, you know? Yeah. But I still don't think it would make any difference. Like I still think yeah. old well-developed Justin would leave and then young insecure Justin would just be like, 
oh, he's gone. Okay, that was, no, I'm still super insecure. All right, <laughs> just trudge through. That's because it doesn't work like that. I know. That's, I just thought like for a minute, I was like, well, would it? Like if I could go back, it's me telling me this is how you're going to turn out. So stop worrying about this stuff. But I just, I just still don't, like, I came to the conclusion as I was thinking about it earlier. But can that, you imagine, like, 20 or 30 years from now, like, what would we, what we would be telling ourselves? That's why I always talk And would talk it matter? Yeah. Like, our 50-year-old selves telling our 30-year-old selves, like, would that even matter? Oh, I think it, I think it probably would now, to me Maybe, at least. yeah. Maybe, be, yeah, because I would be like, okay. 70 year old Justin knows some stuff. Yeah. He's got some, he's been around. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Um, so last question, do you have any ideas on how to help people, young people then to internalize? It's not that big a deal. Popularity is not the world when for them really it is their world. And that's the cool thing about this podcast (laughs) is at some point we may have to say this to like our kids, you know, just like let them know how unimportant that person's opinion is. And or that ecosystem's opinion is. Yeah, because there are opinions that do matter. You know, you got to you got to be smart about who you trust and who you don't, you know, maybe that's what I would tell them. Like have quality people in your life that uplift you and you uplift them and trust each other because sometimes our kids maybe, and probably what we've experienced in our lives, like we're not going to, like, I hope our kids talk to us but sometimes there's just things that we won't know, mm-hmm. you know? So to just like tell, like surround yourselves with good people, like what I just said. Because mm-hmm. you're all on that journey together, you know? Yeah. Maybe something like that. I don't know. It's good. It's good stuff. Maybe that'll change in 10 years. <laughs> I don't know. I like that we're recording this now so we can look back in 10 years and be like, we didn't know anything. Um, the th- The thing that always comes to my mind is... I talk about it all the time, but it's been one of the most influential pieces of advice I've ever received from my great uncle, John. He said, just try something, learn how to do something, and then learn how to do something else. Mm -hmm. Your mind's your most valuable asset, stretch it, grow it, fill it with knowledge, fill it, you know, develop it as much as you can. And I think that the the, the root of me not having any confidence was that I didn't know how to do things and I thought that because I didn't know how to do something right now that I just couldn't do do stuff. Where if I was naturally good at something right now, then I could do it. But otherwise, I just wouldn't. I didn't have any confidence that I could learn something or new. Yeah, learn something new. If you weren't naturally good at it, then you couldn't it just do a, it. It wasn't in the cards. Mm-hmm. But after I we went on the American Dream road trip, I I took that lesson. I I tried to. I think I had started to understand that lesson before, but it really sunk it sunk in after that meeting with him. Um, and that's like, that's made all the difference. Like my, my confidence, I can, I can trace my growth and confidence to my ability to just uh, 
start trying something that's hard, realizing that I can do it, and then letting that develop my confidence further that I could, well, I could do that. Maybe I can do something harder Mm -hmm. or better or bigger. And I think that I was, that was like, I just, I didn't grow at all in middle school and high school because I just wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't stretch your shell. wouldn't stretch myself. Stretch your shish. But I think if, if, like when our kids grow, I'm, that's why I really like the bucket list family, what they do with like always having their kids just like try. Because like if you just do stuff, I think what they're teaching their kids is like to help them realize, oh, I can do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe I can do something else. Yeah. And I think that's above all what builds self-confidence. Yeah. I like that. Well, that's all of our, all, all we have to say on this topic. I hope that was an entertaining episode. Maybe you guys can relate to us on some extent and you felt some nostalgia. I don't know. Hopefully. Maybe we're alone. I think this was mostly an entertainment episode, but for entertainment purposes. Um, okay. But we're going to end on that note. So hope you guys have a great weekend and week next week and we will catch you on the next one. Bye.